0: Welcome to SEO Link Building with Julian Goldie, a podcast about getting your website to rank higher on Google so you can get more traffic, leads, and sales, all from SEO Link Building. Now, here's your host, Julian Goldie. What's up, guys? Julian Goldie here, and today we're going to look at how you can choose the most profitable niche for your blog. So when it comes to finding blog ideas to make money in 2022, lots of people tend to get stuck. Like, there are so many blog ideas to choose from, how do you identify the one that's right for you? Do you focus on profitability? Or is it better to focus on a blog idea that you're comfortable talking about in public? I mean, the body hair niche is probably really profitable, but it might be a little bit awkward to tell your friends and family that you're working on a website on this idea. Plus, you might not really enjoy writing a ton of content based on this topic luckily there is a middle ground here and it isn't that hard to find a focus for your blog that's going to be both profitable and easy to talk about or work on for a long time this video will help you with this as we're going to explore how you can identify the best niches if you want to make money with seo we'll cover a number of tried tested and proven niches and in section two we'll also explore how you can uncover markets that other people aren't really paying attention to you should know exactly how you can identify the best idea for your blog So let's get started consider the big evergreen topics when choosing a focus for a blog most people tend to focus on the major evergreen topics so that basically includes health wealth relationships and these topics are called evergreen because people are always going to be interested in these types of topics i mean millions upon millions of people are typing in keywords based on these niches each and every single day so if you start a blog based on one of these topics, you're not off to a bad start. There's already a ton of demand here. Of course, these topics are massive. So if you're going to go down this route, you basically have two options here. You can either focus on one of these topics as a whole, or you can narrow down things even further. If you're going to focus on one entire topic, you might just create a blog that covers everything and everything about health. The problem is that it's a little bit Competitive here. Okay. So if you go after a massive topic like health, for example It's hard as there are so many different angles to tackle and so many competitors to compete with on Google You might also struggle to establish yourself as an authority as you're not specializing in one specific topic This is actually a really important point because Google likes websites that focus on a specific industry and present themselves as an authority or expert on a given topic If you're not able to do that it can sometimes be a lot harder to get decent rankings on google plus you should consider how things look to a person just browsing google aka your visitors. if they come across a site and they realize you're just talking about everything within a relatively broad topic it's not really going to signal trust as a result they might not want to stick around and they may not really want to visit your website again or recommend it to other people so there's a big trade-off here if you go after an entire big niche you might get more traffic but you might also lose out on your ability to build authority and that can have many negative results. As I said, the other option is actually just niche things further down. So instead of focusing on the entire topic of health, you might focus on a specific diet or even just a specific form of exercise such as running. If you do this, you're still going to be dealing with a huge audience and there's no doubt that you will still be able to make money the only difference now is that everything is going to be a lot easier to manage after all if you're focusing on a specific market it becomes easier to create content because your focus is now a whole lot narrower it will also be easier to establish yourself as an expert and this will make it a lot easier for you to promote your blog and attract backlinks so for instance one really good way to build links is by using something known as a harrow method This is basically where you reach out to reporters that need a source on a particular topic now this method works really well it can help you secure some really powerful backlinks for example here's a backlink we secured on forbes.com for one of our clients using this method if you have a blog that focuses on a specific topic it becomes a whole lot easier for you to get the attention of a reporter and secure these types of backlinks and if you get more backlinks it's easier to rank off google and make more money and get more traffic After all, you're going to look like an authority and reporters are much more likely to engage with you if you can position yourself as an expert. By the way, if you'd like some advice on how you can use this method to grow your own site and get more customers, you can book in a free consultation call with us at juliangoldie.com. Anyway, the approach you take here really depends on what you're willing to do and how you want to go about things. That said, for most people, focusing on a sub-niche within one of these major evergreen topics is probably the best approach, especially if you're new to blogging or SEO. By the way, if you're enjoying this video, please remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. If you like our videos, it's going to be easier for us to reach more people. And this is really important. I mean, do you want all this SEO knowledge to go to waste and just remain hidden? Plus, if you become a subscriber, it will be much easier for you to find our future videos where we cover a ton of other stuff related to SEO. And I appreciate it too so can you focus on general topics if you're not interested in these big evergreen topics there's also the option of focusing on general topics that don't really fall under the categories mentioned above these general topics can often be based on anything and aside from the two things we're going to mention in a second there aren't really any major rules here for instance you could pick something like fishing or maybe even something based on a certain pet like dogs now as mentioned before if you're going to go down this route there's a couple of things to keep in mind Firstly, you want to make sure you're going after a niche that's big enough. If you focus on a fairly small industry, this could limit your ability to get a lot of traffic and then generate a lot of money. Luckily, you can figure out how big a market is by doing keyword research. And that's something we're going to look at in a minute. Secondly, you want to try and focus on a relatively evergreen topic. Earlier, we touched on the three major evergreen topics, but there are actually loads of smaller evergreen topics too. Now, if you pick, one of these types of topics, people will be interested in your blog for years to come. So you don't have to worry about a sudden drop in visitors due to changing trends or things like that. So with that said, how can you make sure you tick these boxes when picking your niche? Well, if you want to figure out how big a certain market is, you can generally get the job done by doing some keyword research and looking at search volumes. One way you can do this is by using something like the Google Keyword Tool. If you want to check this out, there's a link in the description. If you just provide this tool with a general keyword related to an industry, it will return a bunch of related keywords as well as data related to monthly search volume. For example, let's suppose we want to focus on the topic of dogs. Here's what came up when I typed dog tips into the Google Keyword Planner. By the way, I use the word tips here just to pull some informational keywords that will generate more blog traffic. If I just typed in dogs here, I might end up with some buyer keywords. And while these are helpful, they're more suited to websites are actually selling dog supplies or affiliating with them. Anyway, as you can see here, there are lots of keywords that are getting at least 1000 searches per month. This is a good sign as it shows that there is a lot of demand around this topic. Of course, the dog niche is massive. So it's no surprise that these numbers are pretty large. If you're going to go after another market, you might not see numbers as big. For example, you might just see something like 100 to 1,000 searches per month. But this isn't a bad thing. As you might have guessed, the lower the number of searches, generally the less money you can make. By the way, sometimes you also have the option of focusing on a topic within a general niche. So if we take the dog example we just covered, you could focus on one specific kind of dog breed. You could then type that dog breed into Google Keyword Planner, and you'll get a sense of how much traffic this niche generates. Of course, the more you niche things down, the lower your visitor numbers might be, and the less money you might end up making. But then again, if you go for this market within a market approach, you might end up uncovering niches that other people have ignored, and that's your opportunity. You might then end up making a good income because you're basically able to dominate an entire mini industry. And usually that's easier for the smaller players here. Anyhow. Aside from search volume, another thing you want to keep in mind when picking a general niche is how evergreen it is. If you're not going to focus on the big three areas we touched upon at the start of this video, you might be interested in focusing on a monetary trend that's getting a lot of attention. A good example of this is something like fidget spinners or hoverboards. When these things were at their peak, they were definitely generating a ton of traffic and people made a ton of money from it. But these trends were momentary. And these huge returns didn't last. If you have a good example of a blog that was based on a momentary trend, let me know in the comments, I'd love to check it out. So when you're picking a blog idea, you're definitely free to go after something like this. But if you do this, just know that your time is limited and you're not really building something that you can work on for years and years to come. Because of this, it's generally better to focus on something that has long lasting appeal. So which idea will make the most money? Odds are you're going to want to monetize your site at some point so that you can make a decent income from your blog. If that's the case, something you need to keep in mind here is that some markets are typically more profitable than others. What this means is that different types of niches will generate different levels of income, even if the number of visitors remains the same. For example, a website in the finance world might generate more money from 1,000 visitors than a website in the fishing sector with 10,000 visitors, right? This is generally because affiliate programs in the finance industry provide better payouts. On top of that, if you put banner ads on your site, for example, if you use AdSense or Mediavine or something like that, you'll generally find that something like finance ads will provide a better return than something like fishing. For example, here's some data from the fatstackblog.com. As you can see his RPM, the amount he makes per 1,000 visits, varies by quite a bit between different site topics. These differences can really add up when your site is generating thousands of visitors. So this variation in RPMs is definitely something you want to keep in mind. After all, you don't want to settle on a topic just to find out that it's not going to produce a great income even after generating a ton of traffic. So now at this point, You might be wondering how can you actually predict how much money you'll make if you go after a certain idea? Well, the truthful answer here is that you can't predict exactly how much a website in a certain market is going to make, and there are no solid figures on this. That said, there are a few things you can do to figure out how much income a certain sector is capable of making. For example, if you want to predict affiliate marketing income, you can just go onto affiliate platforms such as AWIN and look at all the different affiliate programs for all the different categories. You can then see how much each program pays out. And this can then give you a sense of the sectors that will produce the best income in terms of affiliate marketing. Well, now when it comes to revenue from ad clicks, figuring out profitability is a little bit trickier. As most ad networks don't have public data that guarantees how much you will earn per click. That said, you can often look at case studies of other sites to see what people are earning. You might also want to see what the CPC figures are for AdWords ads that target the keywords associated within a certain category. CPC just stands for cost per click and it's how much people pay for someone to click on that ad. This isn't super reliable information but it does give you a sense of how much money advertisers are spending in a certain niche, and this can give you a really rough sense of how profitable a particular industry might be. On top of that, the payout from affiliate marketing programs are often a good measure of how much you can earn from ads within the sector. Meaning, the more affiliate programs pay out in a given market, the more you'll be likely to earn from ads. This isn't always the case, but it's often a good way to estimate things. Of course, something to keep in mind here is that there's many ways to monetize a site. So you could always sell a book on. So you could always sell an ebook or even a physical product. If you go down this route, you might end up making more money than if you just focus on ads or affiliate programs. This is important, but this could then mean that you don't have to focus that much on creating a blog that attracts tens of thousands of visitors per month, which can then give you some freedom when it comes to choosing an idea. If you know about a blog that generates a decent income without relying on ads or affiliate programs, drop a link in the comment section. It'd be really cool to see. Anyway, at the end of the day, if you're going to start a blog of your own, you're going to need to balance your desire for profitability against your ability to cover something that you're comfortable with and happy to work on over the long term. It can be tempting just to go after the most profitable route, but if you do that, you might end up burning out and your site might not really amount to much, which in the end actually means you don't make that much money at all. Because of this, it's a really good idea to find a good middle ground here. Okay, that's the end of this video. Hopefully by now you should have a better sense of how you can pick a profitable blog idea. A lot of people really end up stressing themselves out over this and I totally get it but it's one of the most important decisions you can make. And it's important to remember that you need to pick something or else time is just going to fly. Now, if you're really worried about picking the wrong idea for your blog, always remember that you can expand on things as time goes on. For example, if you focus on a specific part of the health market, such as a certain diet, you can always broaden the scope of your site so that you focus on other things later on. If you keep this in mind, you should be able to ease some of the pressure that comes with choosing a topic. Anyway, thanks for watching and please remember to like and subscribe. If you like our videos, it becomes a lot easier for us to reach more people. Plus, if you become a subscriber, it'll be easier for you to find out future videos that cover other aspects of SEO, which is really important when you consider that picking a niche is just the start of your SEO journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of SEO link building with Julian Goldie. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you'd like to boost your SEO rankings, drive more traffic, and land more customers with link building, book a call with Julian today at JulianGoldie.com.